Hi, I'm T. And I'm Jay. Um, and welcome to our podcast, Brown and Bothered. Yes. We are very brown and we are very bothered. <laughs> <laughs> We've just started our podcast. This is the first one of many. We, we haven't revealed our full names yet, but maybe in later episodes. Well, Jay will reveal her, her name, full name, in the four episodes. We said we're going to reveal a letter per episode. Mal will be six. <laughs> so you'll have to come back for the sixth episode. Yeah, sure. you'll, have to, you'll have to stay with us for a while. For today's episode, we don't really have anything planned out. We just, we we're just going to have a yeah, casual, casual chit-chat chat. Yeah. and uh, just see whether you so, follow along. Yeah, exactly. Why, did we, why have we decided to start the podcast? Well, because we're brown and bothered. <laughs> we're brown and bothered. <laughs> with a and hell of a <laughs> lot of opinions. Opinions. And I feel like we... Um, we have these conversations and they're so interesting. I know, I find our I, conversations so interesting and I just wish more people could hear it. Definitely, more people need to hear our conversations. That's I'm pretty it. sure we're not the only brown and bothered girls around yeah, here. Yeah, 100%. Especially not in London. Yeah, and around the world as well. Like It could be brown girls from any race. Any background. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. All and kinds of brown girls have these kind of problems, I'm sure. Exactly. The, the type that we have. So, I've just returned for to work for uh, after being furloughed for four months. Whoop, whoop. Um, very interesting. Everything's a lot very different, I would say. What do you, what do you find the most interesting? How's the commute, actually? You have to wear your mask the whole way through. Yeah, so I had this mask. My parents bought me a mask. And um, I keep sweating in it. <laughs> so I... Mask they, life. Yeah, oh. and, but they actually gave me, at work, they gave me a mask and it's quite loose, so I just wear that. But I think well, it's you ridiculous. Have to wear, you have to wear a mask while you're at the office as well? No, no, no. You don't have to. Why do they give you a mask? Because you have to wear a mask when you're walking through the shop floor. Ah. Uh. Yeah. But there were no customers whatsoever. <laughs> so, but I, I, do you know, I'm glad I'm back. Um, at work, there's like this certain, like I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulder, especially with all the redundancy stuff that's been going on. Yeah, I'm still on furlough, so for me, I can still feel that weight of redundancy. It, it still might, it's just looming in the background. I might be made redundant anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, I can't do the looming. Like I can't. I I'm can't. quite chilled. <laughs> yeah, you've got other plans. That's why. I, my, I'm the kind of person, like, I just rely on my finances. My mm. whole life depends on my finances, basically. Without money, I'm like, nobody. Well, who's going to maintain my lifestyle? No, but I don't want to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just want to chill. I like having a chilled life. I feel like during this time that I've been furloughed, I've been so chilled. My mental health has been so much better than when I'm working. Really? Yeah, I hate my daily Well, I'm the complete opposite. I'm like, I have been struggling hard at home. I don't think... I I genuinely don't understand how women or men who do not have jobs actually do it because it's just not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so hard. And all you do all day is just sit in your thoughts... And that's the worst thing, when you're just constantly sitting in your thoughts because one thought leads to another thought and all of a sudden you're in, you, you end up in this dark place. And I think that's the problem. That's why there's been such a huge height in mental health issues around this time. It's because you're just sitting by yourself doing nothing. Or sitting with, a lot of people are sitting with toxic, abusive people. Yeah, 100%. Not everyone has the privilege of sitting at home with somebody that's 
you know, loving and caring. Yeah. So that, that's that's a big one though. That's a lot of a lot of people are experiencing. Like I re- I remember earlier on during quarantine, I read some article about how domestic abuse has increased during this time of yeah, quarantine. It's it crazy. Like it has. Oh, it's crazy. Because where does abuse happen? It happens at home. I saw this poster about abuse happening at home and it's crazy. But I'm happy I'm back at work. There's nowhere I'd rather be, to be honest. It makes me appreciate. I'm, I'm the kind of person, when I'm at work, I get to work on the door. I mean, I'm still that girl. I, I, was, out the, I was flying at the door today at 7pm when I finished. But I'm the kind of girl, like, I won't stay an extra minute and I won't be any extra earlier than I should be. So, but I don't know. I feel like when we went into lockdown, I feel everyone was like, oh, you know, will that time, but novelty will wore off very fast. Really? Okay, for me, it's different because I've, I'm working on some other projects. So on the, on the side, and plus I'm watching a lot of Netflix. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I've been enjoying this time a lot. I've, I've had the time to just process and reevaluate my life and where I want to be in, in the next year or so. And I just feel like my job is not where I want to be. And there are so many other things out there that I want to achieve. And I feel like working in my company, it's not going to help me get there. And that's why I've, I feel like I've been more, a lot more chilled as well during this time. Yeah. I, I, I need instant... My problem with having a project or doing something on the side or doing something that I actually like is the problem... The problem is that I need instant gratification. Yeah, you just want it to be bam. Like, money, I, just money, want money, money. <laughs> I just want... You know what? If, if it's going to get... Like, people grind hard, work hard to get to where they want to be. I just want to be at that place without yeah, any grinding. It, before. I know, but that's my problem. That's why I never, ever get into, like, other things. I don't dabble into other things because I just... I have to have... Like, if I'm going to get 100k in 50 years, I, want, I don't want to wait 50 years for it. I want 100k now. Wait, 100... What, 50, 50 years to get 100 oh, You know what, that's <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I just need it now. Like, I can't do that whole... This is my problem with everything that I do. Is... Hard work is boring. It's, it's, it's exhausting. And when you don't get it straight away, it's, it's sad. You feel sad. You feel disheartened and you feel you, like giving up. What, but uh, you have to keep going. That's how most of the people who have got big businesses have done it. It's one thing if I accidentally... That, that's the thing with influencers who are currently earning millions. Because we look from the outside and we mm. see that they're currently earning millions. Wow, amazing. Like, I want to do that. So we all jump on Instagram. We all jump on YouTube. And we all want to do what they're doing and just make hundred a million or whatever they're making. But we don't... They started 10 years ago. Some of these yeah. people started years and years ago and... The thing is, it was by accident that they that they started doing. Not even by accident, it was like a hobby sort of thing. And then all of a sudden they were making money for it, from it. Who would have known? Like, what if my hobby was bloody tennis? I'm not going to be an athlete, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? An Olympic tennis player. Do you know what I mean? Some people's hobbies were YouTube and other people's hobbies are yeah. different. That won't bring them money. So, I don't know, that... I feel like some people accidentally got that wealth and for us it's like we're seeing that and we're thinking we can do that and we can make that money as well but we can't because I mean unless you're willing to put the grind in yeah and the dynamics are different now because everyone's jumping on it everyone's on the on the online thing on the YouTube thing everyone wants to be an influencer nowadays but there are other things out there other niches out there which you can 
get into it's not always that you have to be a youtuber yeah 100 percent. i think the fi- it's just it's, and, and a lot of the time a lot of the youtube channels are just so basic like what is your content what is the point of this content mm. and and they and they get loads of followers from doing nothing or just being pretty and i just don't agree with it some girls they i've watched loads of girls they're stunning and the only reason they've got followers is because they're stunning <laughs> but they're just not really saying much or adding much like they're just kind of like um, um putting that very monotone videos of themselves just putting some makeup on i mean i could probably get that get more skills from someone who's you know, a bit more upbeat and on being yeah. on YouTube for a while and engages with the audience. But they're just pretty, so they so got they get, faster. they get the people. Pretty privilege, privilege, is that what it's called? Yeah. Pretty girl privilege. Is, no? is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. That's, I swear someone said that to Georgia Smith. Is, is that her name? Who's I'm a Georgia Smith. Oh, oh. <laughs> is that her name? Georgia Smith. Yeah. The singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone said, I think... She, she was having an interview and she said, so the interviewer asked, do you think a lot of your success is because you're pretty? And she said, yeah. Yeah, because she's really pretty, but she's got a good voice as well. She's got a she's really got nice a voice. She's got a really good voice. But she, she even agrees. She says, a lot, yeah, a lot. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> I'm literally quoting her. I'm not quoting her. <laughs> go don't watch the interview. <laughs> yeah, just go watch the interview. It's on YouTube somewhere. But yeah, she was saying something along those lines that a lot of her success is down to her prettiness. And, yeah, well, what am I going to do? Go under the knife? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I can't afford that. <laughs> what, is that the only thing holding you back from going under the knife? The fact that you can't afford it? Kind of. Goodness. Not even that. Well, I don't know, the maintenance. Because <laughs> that's... I feel like I'm the kind of person, if I do one thing, that's the end of me. Gosh. I'll be all plastic. You'll be able to pop me. <laughs> like a balloon. <laughs> so yeah. But anyways. So tell me about your day. How was it actually being in the office, interacting with your colleagues? I feel like I'm interviewing you. Yeah. All right. How was your day then? I didn't do nothing today. No, I did. I did a couple of things today. I did. Um, I did some coding today. I'm learning to do coding. So I've been. I've been working on that. But like, oh. Some of the stuff is so tricky, and then when it gets tricky, I'm like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. And my internet was all of a sudden being slow, so it was just, it was just driving me crazy. But that's really all I did, and I cooked a little bit, but nothing, too, nothing exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my day. Well, I, I, I got into the office, and then we were just sitting around for an hour and a half, probably two hours until they started training us. Then they trained us, and in between training we were having this we're actually having a really interesting conversation about brown girls versus white girls really Mm. that's quite an interesting topic so the topic was why do white girls love having babies are we allowed to talk about this stuff is it racist what are you gonna say i don't know (laughs) (laughs) no nothing racist i'm just saying i mean why do white girls love having babies love having babies or love having brown babies babies let's just say babies (laughs) (laughs) just let's just be on the same because what do you mean why do white girls love having babies i feel like i see more brown women with kids than i see white women yeah but they'll be married no but white girls as in girls 
not women. What, like teenagers? Teenagers. I mean, it's like, okay, well, the example that I gave to my colleague, Sam, so he's a white man. He's just had twins. Um, but anyways, I said to him, so I'll give you an example. In At school, how many white girls were in our year? I don't know. I literally don't know. Four. Really? Yeah. Jess- oh, Jessica's a twin, isn't she? So Jessica and her sister. Why are you naming people? <laughs> well, they only know where T oh, and J yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't know what school we went to. <laughs> okay, anyways. So there was her and her twin, and there was... A couple of other girls, yeah. A couple of other girls. Anyways, they all got kids. Except for the tw- one of the twins. And one girl was had baby when she was... Oh, my God. Two girls had a baby no, when I they think were... there was more girls that had babies when they were younger. 14. Were one girl had a baby when she was 14. One girl had a baby when she was 15. Mm-hmm. And that girl was younger than me. I mean... <laughs> do you know what I mean? There's a trend here. Maybe we should do some fact checking. Yeah, so maybe I'm wording it wrong. Maybe I shouldn't say it, but what, what the conversation that we were having was, what I was saying was, uh, there's a lot of young girls in their teens or early twenties having babies, and it seems mm. like it's a whole thing within the, that community. Whereas with us, we're not very, like for example, I mean I'm just one girl but that's just not a thing that crosses my mind until I'm married Mm. to have a child you know but for them they don't have that well mainly because of obviously the influence from our parents and blah 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 but they don't have that kind of like their parents will say to them look you can't go and have a baby until you're married do you know what I mean yeah but a lot of the time I feel like a lot of people don't actually want to have a kid and then they just you know have sex and then voila there's a baby Mm. Um, and I feel like that happens a lot, um, but maybe... It's... And he was saying that the it comes from poverty. Like, a lot of girls that are having poverty and family background. So, broken homes, so they don't have that... They don't have, in their mind, they're not thinking that, oh, I need to be married to have children, or they don't have that, oh, I need to be in a stable relationship to have children. Mm. They're just thinking, I'm going to go and have children, I'm going to get benefits, I'm going to, for, like, financial benefits. Like, he was saying his wife's a teacher, and um, a 15-year-old said to her that she's ready to have children. Wow. She's ready to have a family with her boyfriend. They're in a good place. Wow. That's what... I wasn't even ready to have a sibling at that age. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the kind of conversation she is having with kids. Kids. They're kids, right? So that's what I'm saying. It's like this... Is it a culture thing? Because we'd never say that. I'm... I, I'm... Su- I think with brown girls, it's like they always... Maybe from a young age, they dream about getting married and having kids when they're older, but they never think about doing it within that moment. There's so much, like... It's like this you taboo get, thing. Yeah, there's so much is is so frowned upon in the brown community. Like you can't have kids whilst you're a teenager. It's wrong, and if you do that, you have to be married. And if you're not married, you're a slag because <laughs> you've done it. Even if you, even if you're 25 and you're not married and you've had a kid, well, as you, a brown yeah. woman, you're 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 looked down upon. Yeah. So I think it's just it's just the fact that you, brown women just don't want to be 
just care more about what society thinks of them than maybe white women do. Yeah. Or not even society, but more their parents, what their family thinks of them. Yeah, maybe. Than, and maybe in the white community, it's more encouraged. Like, it's, they're, more, they're supported, not encouraged, yeah. but not, I'm not saying teenage pregnancies are encouraged, but their families are probably more supportive if they do end up making a bad decision. The families will sort of help them through it. Yeah. Well, Sam did mention that he thinks it's a lot to do with the welfare system. So they think if they have, they'll get, a heart, they get accommodation, mm. they'll get the benefits. So they don't have to work for the money, basically. If yeah. they just keep having kids, they're just going to get funding from the government. And he says that he thinks that's a big reason why a lot of young girls do that obviously i mean i understand why brown girls don't do it because their families would i mean crazy man ape shit crazy yeah and maybe that's not something that's well i mean maybe white parents are more encouraging more supportive in that case then yeah i think that they're just if you've made a bad decision they'll be by your side whereas with brown parents it's like you made a bad decision yeah yeah i no longer have this child this is not my child this was never my child yeah i mean we'd get disowned i'd yeah, get disowned. straight away 100 percent. i mean i'd have no no family to go back to if i got pregnant at 15. Yeah. and that's not i guess that's maybe not a risk for white girls yeah because they know that their family would probably Support- accept them yeah but I feel like, I just feel like teen, nobody, I don't know, I just don't, I feel like nobody goes out and says, let me go have a baby at 15. Not every single Well, I just person. told you, a girl's planning to have but a family. Just, but that's just one girl <laughs> at 15. She crazy. Um, but there are, like, I don't think every, I think sometimes it just happens, man. It just happens and they have to deal with it. And they, Yeah, and they're probably not in the right, uh, they're not mature enough to say, I'm not ready for this. Maybe, maybe it's the case that, Brown girls and white girls are having sex at the same rate. But if brown girls fall pregnant, they're going to have an abortion. Whereas white girls, they'll yeah. probably keep it. Ooh, controversial. Well, I do. I, I mean, I'd love to know the figures if that's the case. I mean, I, I do agree. It probably is the case that brown girls are having more abortions or taking using more protection. Yeah. It's not to say that one one color one color of girls are having more sex than the other color. It's just to say that the outcome. Who's dealing with the outcome in what way, basically? Yeah, a hundred percent. Young Asian girls are not sitting at home being innocent. They know that they're if they as soon as they fall pregnant, their family's gonna kill them. Kill them. Like a lot of families. Or they're gonna get brown families won't tolerate it. They won't handle it. There's some families who are like. You might as well get married then. But then others, they'll be like, no, that's it. Well, what happens in the Asian community when a, when a couple get pregnant? They literally get married under, like, 48 hours <laughs> later. They're having a big, fat wedding. And you're thinking, what on earth happened there? But that's only if they're adults, right? Well, well yeah, one, above a certain age. Literally, it happens like that so quickly. As soon as it, it's like, as soon as you tell your family you're pregnant, that's it, you're just getting married. As, if you're above a certain age, I think for what most families... That but I'm sure case. if you're a teenager, there's no chance that you're going to be able to get married when you're under 16, let's say. No, that, then in that case, the Immediate discernment. Be, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Out on the streets. Or wor- it could get worse. It could worse get violent. Or, or exactly. And that's, that's the sad reality. But if the tables were turned and it was a brown boy, then the story would be completely different. They can get away with murder. They can do anything 100%, that they want. I agree. I think 
brown, bo brown boys. Unfortunately, they're put on a pedestal and they yeah, don't 100%. need to be. And they have certain privileges like, oh, you got your girlfriend pregnant. Ah, oh, well, it doesn't matter. First of all, they can have a girlfriend and they can tell their mum about it quite openly. But a brown girl can't even have a... She can barely have a brother. <laughs> she can't <laughs> even... No, you can't even talk to a boy as a friend. I yeah, you can't I mean, maybe that. Maybe the generations are different now. Maybe parents are a bit more lenient. However, in our times, like, I remember... I used to have a family friend and um, he had my number. It was on my first ever phone. He had my number and he messaged me and I was I had the phone on silent, but there was a vibration. I was sitting next to my mum and she heard the vibration and it was literally, she knows him. She knew him. She knew his mum. We used to go to his house and play with him. He was in my year. We, we literally went to school together. My mum, we knew each other from kids little kids like babies and he messaged me saying something like oh hey how are you whatever nothing just super casual my mom saw the, heard the vibration she asked to see my phone and i got a bit hesitant because obviously i know i'm not allowed i literally wasn't allowed to have male friends so i pulled out the phone and my mom was uh, looked at the message and oh my god my parents went ape on me my dad got the hammer and smashed the phone up because you had a message from a boy that they know do you know what my mom said she said, if he wants to talk to you, why doesn't he call the house phone? <laughs> what? What the hell? <laughs> why would you call the house phone? He, all he wanted to say was, you're right. Now he's on the phone to your mum and your mum's like, what are your intentions with my daughter? I just wanted to say, what's up? What's up, like, Not even in that way. So my dad smashed up my phone. Uh, the things that they go crazy over, it's just unnecessary and then guess it's, what it's just it's because you're brown it's because you're a girl it's because i'm it. a, a brown girl yeah that's it, that's it. it's because yeah, you're a girl because my brother then a couple of years later who my brother's younger than me so a couple of years later he um he had a uh, a girlfriend or a female friend i don't know what she was but she was something special because he was buying all these special outfits for her and blah 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 <laughs> what to wear for her or for her for her well, I wouldn't trust a man to buy me clothes. Uh, he, she obviously had this thing for pe penguins, so every day there was like <laughs> a package coming in for, with like a stuffed penguin or something. Anyways. Wow. And my mum knew oh, about yeah. it and my mum encouraged it. But it was like... She was like, why, <laughs> why don't you get smaller penguin next time? What about, what about a, a penguin, penguin candle? A penguin keyring? Penguin flowers? <laughs> like, I just... And I just thought to myself, and actually... And, it does make me resent, a, I have a lot of resentment in that sense because that it's wrong to treat a boy and a girl differently. We're not different. We're capable of exactly the same. But this is my feminist side talking, so. Yeah, but like growing up, when I was younger, like I was always compared to the boys and the cousins in my family. Um, like all the time constantly being compared to boys you hate it's just so frustrating like why can't you be more like him he's really good how do you know he's really good actually he's not that good i know yeah and i remember like when i used to even go out with my cousin who's a guy i had to make sure like if anybody saw me with him i had to clarify this is my cousin anyone that didn't know him as my cousin i had to tell them this is my cousin otherwise that that interaction that they have with us that's going straight to my family and my family's gonna hear how i was walking around with a boy, boy. who's actually my cousin and that's happened before that's happened before people have actually snitched on me saying I've, they've seen me walk around with a boy and that boy is literally my cousin <laughs> and i get confronted by my family oh about my it. god this is such a big issue in the asian 
freaking community, it's like, mind your own fucking business. Yeah, 100%. Like, why are brown aunties so in your face all the time? Why do they have to know everything? Yeah, but the thing is, they're not even in your face. They're not coming and saying it to me or you. They're going and saying it to some other auntie who's then feeding it to some... By the time it gets around this this auntie ring to the <laughs> parent... Blood, do you know how many stuff have been... How many details have been added... Oh, that's you, not even true. Do you remember the, the thing that I told you? So there was this one auntie, she told somebody, in my fa- one of my aunts, she told one of my aunts that she went to your house, as in yeah, T's yeah, house, yeah. and she saw a picture of me with my boyfriend <laughs> hung up on in T's my bedroom. <laughs> she went and told my aunt, who told another aunt, who told another aunt, who told some, like, I don't know, my gran or somebody like that, and then my gran just flipped out. She went crazy at Firstly, me. And I was like, why would my friend have a picture of me and my boyfriend in her, her house? In my Isn't room. Her, I'm going to say something. Why would, <laughs> why would anyone... And why would... Secondly, why would my family believe that? <laughs> why would they believe... Why wouldn't they fact check with me? Why would they just be like, oh yeah, that's the truth? Yeah. Well, that's, that's... That's the problem. Like, how can... Please... Why do I have a friend? Uh, why do I have a picture of my mate and her boyfriend? <laughs> why am I You're obsessed with me? <laughs> am I worshiping them? How ridiculous! Like that's actually a thing to talk about. Oh my! That God. isn't. Oh, like that's what she was. She went to your house and she was checking for a picture of me and my boyfriend. A hundred percent, there was no picture. Who was my boyfriend? How old was <laughs> I? I was like what fourteen <laughs> or what? I don't even know who was it. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely. It's this it's just always going to be like this and well i don't know it might not always be like this but i hope that our generation are just that generation that breaks that kind of behavior but that cycle of auntiness that cycle yeah i hope that when we become aunties we don't become aunties like that i don't want to be i don't want to be an auntie i don't want to be nosy and in people's business i don't care i can be an auntie by age but not an auntie by nature I'm sorry, I don't care what nobody's children does. I don't care. But I don't care. <laughs> do everything. If I saw nothing, your I don't care. If I saw your child in the street corner doing a bong, listen, I ain't telling you, I don't give a shit. What's it to me? Like I ain't got my own worries and concerns, like just sitting there talking about other people's kids. It's like lich. But that's what you always hear. Like, even when you see aunties get together. That's all they talk about. They're talking about their kids. They're talking about other people's kids. They're talking about other other people's kids, like people that they don't know, that they've seen twice. Like it's just why do you? They're not even just talking about each other's kids. They talk. One woman slagging her husband off. The other woman slagging her bloody mother-in-law off. Do you know what I mean? It's well, just, you. I feel like why don't you just put on some good music, eat some food, and, and dance, have a laugh or and something? Yeah, like why? What's the need for you to gossip about other people? It's because they actually. Else. This is going back to my point. It's. They have too much time on their hand because they don't have jobs. How many of these oh. women actually go out to work? Zero. So they all have nothing to do with each other. I mean, well, with themselves. And then when they're together, they, all they do is talk about each other's kids or other people's kids. It's a culture. It's and what is it? What's the word? It's like basically, if you don't, if someone doesn't break the cycle, it will continue. It will just continue. Yeah. I, I mean, that uh, the generation of our parents, that generation is, uh, is done, finished. Like, it, we're never going to be able to change that. Until these lot die out. Like, <laughs> How did she say die out? <laughs> but literally, it's true. They, until they're gone, 
we're we're stuck with it. We have to deal with the, all the shit that they bring to the table. All the shit. But I just hope behind. that the kids haven't picked these things up. Like basically, us lot. I know. I, oh come please. on! I know a bunch of girls that are gonna turn into those kind of aunties, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know a bunch of those. Unfo- it's so unfortunate because. But whoa, we're second generation, though. Yeah. Of by the time it gets to like third, fourth generation, it's all gone out the window. Yeah. You can only There's hope. some hope. <laughs> yeah. Because, honestly, the environment, the community is toxic. And I feel like that's... I think in later episodes, we'll go into more detail about how toxic brown culture can be. Because we really want to dissect, in this podcast, we just want to dissect the brown community. We yes. want to talk about every all different aspects of a brown girl's life and how we navigate through living in the west whilst being brown and dealing with these issues some girls deal with it really well in yeah. fact they do everything that their parents ask them to do they get married and then they just end up doing their life as but i feel like then there's a lot of resentment as well because a lot of people of who follow everything that their parents say then they later on when they grow up when they're older when they've got their own kids they start resenting their parents for what they didn't let them do yeah and it's sad and it's kind of like Get over it. You listen to it yeah. in the first place. You had a choice at some point. I think, yeah, I feel like we're quite brave in that sense that we've kind of like said, fuck culture. It's ruining our lives. It's root personally. Like, I'm, tw- we're 26. And, I mean, I'm not 26 yet. Why am I aging myself? Not 26. <laughs> You're going to be 26 in like 10 days. No, no. <laughs> no, I've, I've got three weeks to go, but I'm 25. Um, I feel at this age, you know, like the amount of shit that's been brought to my plate because of culture, I'm done. I'm breaking the cycle. But that's just one person. And our other girls, I don't know, I don't want to use the word brave, but our other girls may be dealing with these issues and just don't know how to. Because I don't know, I don't think personally I've gone about it in the right way. I've been quite aggressive. And I don't know, is there a right way to... To break the cycle? I feel like no no change ever happened in silence, right? Like you can't be, you can't silently break the chain. You have to make, you have to make a bit of a noise and a bit of a fuss about it. And that's the only way that you can break the cycle. Otherwise, it's just going to continue. Somebody has to look like the bad guy for change to actually take place. Exactly. That's how love marriages started, right? (laughs) Initially, there was no such thing and now it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love marriages. But, um, yeah, we'll get into that in detail because there's so much, yeah. There's so much to talk about, so I hope that you guys will... We hope that you guys will come back for the next episode. All right, guys, so we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Thank you for joining us for this first podcast. I know we were rambling on a bit because we literally didn't come here with a plan. We just came here to chat. Yeah, yeah, I mean... When you have a conversation with someone, you don't kind of you, you don't really plan a conversation, no, do you? But, but we will be we will be more prepared and planned in the future. Hopefully, if we start to get a few more listeners, then we can take some suggestions. But we do have a list, and we'll go through the list slowly. So please do follow us on Instagram at Brown and Bothered, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Or chat to you in the oh, next. Yeah, chat to you in the next podcast. See ya. Bye. Bye.